Thank you for knocking. Come on in. Uh, please lock the door behind you. Make sure that towel is properly positioned. The only thing we ask is that you please use the spoof. Uh, I'm joined tonight, as always, by your co-host, Pete Liska. Hello. Los Angeles. He's always got uh, the quality product for the $5 buzz. <laughs> Uh, we got something really special tonight. Uh, we got a group of friends that have a great tradition. Um, they've been going to the Super Bowl together uh, uninterrupted since 2003. Uh, I'd like to introduce to you Danny Cohen, who's uh, up in Saratoga Springs, New York. How you doing, Danny? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Uh, we've got two doctors here. We've got Dr. Wraith, who uh, most of us know by the name of Booker. How you doing Booker. tonight, Booker? Doing great. Thanks for having me. And uh, we also have Dr. Goldstein, who's in New Jersey. How's it going? Mark. How you guys doing? Good What's to see up? you guys. Good to Thanks see you for guys. having me. Yeah, great. Uh, I'm glad you guys came. And uh, I've known Danny for a long time. And um, for the listeners that uh, aren't familiar with you guys, uh, can you give us just uh, a couple of minutes on you know, how long you guys have known each other, have been friends, uh, even yeah. before you started doing the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, first off, I want to say, guys, it smells really good in here. <laughs> please use the spoon. Just please use the spoon. Uh, is, that and, the bounty? Uh, is that the bounty that you blow it through? Is that the yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, anyway, um, I'll start really. Um, ultimately, I, I, I grew up in Mawa, New Jersey, uh, and I wanted uh, I had aspirations of being a hockey player. And uh, I didn't want to go to an all-boys Catholic school. And I didn't want to uh, go away to, to a prep school. And uh, the reason why is I was Jewish and I like girls. So uh, <laughs> I managed to find a way into a public school right across the border called Suffren, in which uh, I became friends with Mark's brother, Paul. And from there, I became friendly with Mark. And then one day, Mark invited me out and I met this douchebag. And I punched him in the face. <laughs> and his True, name, story. True story. His True name story. Is, is, they said his name was Booker or something. Anyway, we, since <laughs> since then he couldn't stop taking a beating. So we, it's we it's out. really the hallmark of many great friendships. Start. Yeah. yeah, that is uh, is weirdly story. it's true how how often that happens. So awesome. So I met Mark in school in chiropractic school outside of Atlanta. So I needed a friend that was cooler than me. So I pretty much adopted him. <laughs> and then he, he came back to New York and I finally made it back to New York. And by the time I started hanging out with him, he was hanging out with his brother's friends and it just became one crew. And that's is how we got here today. Well, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the Super Bowl version really is, you know, I, I went, you know, randomly, you know, we were watching it. I think it was, it was 2002. We were watching a playoff giant game, and uh, I was—I remember I was in a New York City apartment with Paul and Spencer Klein, who maybe I think one day maybe on the show, um, and the Giants were playing, and the Giants were winning, and we got excited and we booked flights to San Diego. We didn't have tickets, we didn't have any connections, but we booked flights. They ended up losing that game, or like, but we're like, fuck it, we're going anyway. So that was our first year, and it was pretty incredible. And then the next year, just me, uh, this guy Dave Bernstein, and Paul went to Houston. And then the following year, I believe Mark and Colin came. And then the following year, Booker, Jacksonville. Yep. And then the following year, Booker was finally part of the crew. And that was Detroit, I believe. And from there on, all of us went every year. And there were some few additions and subtractions. Some guys had kids. Some guys had kids, but still went and almost got divorced. <laughs> um, you know, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different stories. But basically, it started with me and Paul 
but I don't, you know, we'll get into Spence. all the different characters. And we'll, yeah, Spence uh, in, in San Diego and then went to Jacksonville and then, or sorry, Houston, Jacksonville, Detroit, and then so on and so forth. And, and that was kind of like how we all solidified our group is from these Super Bowl trips. And, you know, we've been, you know, a close knit crew ever since. Wasn't there, uh, guys, before the Super Bowl, weren't there some uh, shenanigans going down in the Atlanta Olympics? Wasn't there something with. Uh, yes, there yeah. was. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, that's that's. I just want to back up, Danny. You mind if I say yeah, something yeah. real quick? Yeah, yeah. Go just, ahead. Just, just these stories are, are were legendary and epic. But what's really, really um, awesome about it was when you were growing up, you heard Super Bowl, and that was for other people to go to, like presidents and like diplomats. Like we were going to the Super Bowl. Like that wasn't lost on us at all. Like this was the that. ultimate guy trip like we're all massive sports fans so what we used to look through a tv at and say who the hell is there we were there and 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 literally like as excited as fans could be and still feel the same way when we when we go and look at that field man. Well, mark epic. I, I gotta jump in because I, I love that i love that point i mean i you know when i was thinking about what i was gonna what we were gonna ask you guys what, what the conversation would be like the very first thing that comes to my mind is i mean do you save up for this like, when do you guys decide you're going the next yeah. year? Is there like probably, a, no, probably you early on? You don't save up for it. You spend the three months after it paying. <laughs> yes. You don't save up yeah. on the way in. You pay yeah. on the way out. But not Tree only road. that, like, really, though, planning-wise, like, does the, does the planning for the next one start just basically right away as this one ended? Because it, it seems to organize. Mentally, like, it does. Ten guys, you got to get a lot. I mean, you know the date, of course, but it seems like there's a lot of planning that must go into something like this. I, 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 have, to, I have to say it's the opposite. Basically, as it winds down on your flight home Monday after the Super Bowl, you hate everyone that's on the plane with you, right? You, you, you love them Thursday. You came in chest bumping on Thursday. Monday, it's Xanax. Leave me alone. I want a bottle of water. Shut the fuck up. Just shut, yeah. Get away from me. I'm taking my oh, own cab home. I don't want to see you for three weeks. That's it. And then, then you start to like reconnect about a month after the hangover and the sweating stops and you, the credit card bills get paid. Then you start to re-engage oh. as friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it became, it, you know, what it, what it started off and what it morphed into became mechanical. It was about the game and it always is about the game. But really, you know, by the time you get to the game, you're just shot. And like, it's almost, I don't want to call it the low light of the weekend, but the weekend is just so crazy. We, you know, we knew, we knew going in like, all right, Thursday night's this party, you know, Friday day, we're going here Friday night, you know, we're doing this. And like, it, it just became repetitive. And like, it was tough to like, you know, compare one weekend to the other. They were obviously all very different and a lot of stories came from them. Um, but at the end of the day, it got to the point. And I'm, once again, I'm not trying to, to minimize the game, but it just became, you know, the least important thing of the weekend after, you know, so many years. So 2003, in San Diego was the first year that you guys went just that Mark, your brother and some of your other associates were kind of involved uh, professionally with the Super Bowl. Uh, is that right? And when did that happen? And did like the Jizza said, that was the night everything changed, right? That, that, that was, that was <laughs> the night everything changed, but it was cool having your organic roots. It started with them having some connections that could facilitate not waiting online but it turned into something so much more, you know, if you're not, and I've said this line before, if you're not curing someone's cancer or getting them out of legal woes, um, give them a drink and feed them good food. Cause Paul and Andrew, 
know everyone and everyone knows them and they love it, it couldn't be a better hookup like people welcomed us in when when are eight dudes welcomed anywhere we're welcomed <laughs> in, in places and we're rolling on uh, uh, cutting lines having like booze all these parties are sponsored by some major sponsor and completely and thoroughly comped it's just a fun scene. It, what year did that? When? What year did it uh, change from you guys just going as passive participants to kind of more actively involved in uh, the entertainment and the nightlife and all the you know uh, surrounding business around the Super Bowl? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it all. It, once Paul and Andrew and Tau Group continued to grow with the weekend our weekend continued to grow with the weekend. You know, the more, the more clout and juice that they had to barter their parties for other things, like the better it was for us, you know, the more, the more coveted, you know, whatever they offered, the more tickets they got. Like, so, you know, there were, we, I remember there was a time it was like, Oh man, I'd love to go to the Maxim party. You know, it'd be amazing to get in. And then, you know, one year, you know, when, 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 you know, no, like you know, when you're there, like running it, and then they got and to what the point year where, like, was that? What year did that did the involvement begin for that? Well, I remember in Jacksonville, we get it, we got in in Jacksonville. Jacksonville that was the first got in. I remember, I remember it, it, that's just, 2005. Jacksonville. Yeah, that's when Donovan was puking on the field. Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. New England yeah. 24, Philadelphia 21. Yeah, Jacksonville was not broken leg. Yeah, Jacksonville was not prepared off. for a Super Bowl. There were people you know, staying on boats, like there was not enough hotels, but like, I just remember that was uh, those smaller towns like Detroit and Jacksonville, not like real football cities were the best Super Bowls because, you know, you didn't have like the masses going. It was the real football fans and like less transients. True. But I remember in Jacksonville that like Noah and Jason and Mark Packer and Rich Wolf. So can you know, explain, Tal can you just give the listeners uh, just give us a little color on who these gentlemen are. These, yeah. these, so like they, you know, these top, the best way to put it is the top nightclub guys in New York and the top restaurant guys in New York merged. Right. And it was kind of around that time. And like, we were kind of like trying to get into the Maxim party and someone called someone to say, Hey, you have Paul Goldstein with you and you got to get him in because he's, you know, he's with Tao. Can you guys uh, give the listeners, uh, maybe go around the horn, guys, and just give us some of your highlights of some of these parties? I remember, Danny, one time you were telling me you guys were sitting at a table that was protected by a security or a bouncer, and oh, yeah. Manning walked up, <laughs> yeah. and the guy kind of like – Held Eli yeah. up and he said, Hey guys, is it okay if uh, Eli yeah. has a drink with you guys? Yeah, so so that was that was Detroit, which was which was Booker's first one with us. And somehow we were at a table. I'll, I'll, I, it was yeah. it was the ESPN party. I'll remember that. Yep. And we were upstairs. Yep. And I remember like I remember like Tish, one of the owners of the Giants, like walked us up there or something like that. I, like we couldn't get upstairs to VIP, but somehow like maybe Tish and Capon got us. I for some reason maybe Capon was there. I don't remember. But I remember being upstairs. We're at a table that was velvet roped. And all of a sudden, like a guy taps me on the shoulder, like, "Is this guy okay?" And it was Eli Manning and Jesse Palmer. I'm like, "Yeah, he's cool. He can come in." <laughs> and, and Alex Smith, by the way. Alex oh, I don't remember Smith. the Alex Smith part. Yeah, Alex, it's crazy. Tom Brady back then was Moses parting the, the Red Sea of people. Like he was was hanging with Matt Liner. I remember specifically, and they were the bell of the ball back then. Then Liner got 
whatever he does now, MMA. This must have been when Liner, when Liner and Reggie Bush were coming up with yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I yep. Mean, was when USC was as popular as an NFL team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you remember those days with Lendale White and uh, Reggie Bush, I mean, that team was just – it was on a different level. Like, you don't really see college – you know, that was one of those last teams Thank like that, that kind of – you know, capture the, you know, every move they make, it was kind of uh rock star status, but yeah, yeah. I can imagine Liner and Brady, uh, you know, Liner couldn't do anything wrong in those days, right? No, no. But those but parties, to, yes, those parties were great, man. They were, but you know, to really, go back, guys, what year, I just was thinking of this, this is, this is not even something I thought of before, but what year were we hanging with Aaron Hernandez? Oh that, was New Orleans. that was oh, New Orleans. That was New Orleans. But <laughs> anybody who's listening, anybody who's listening, we walked away from Aaron Hernandez being like, "There's something wrong with this guy. Something's just a little off with this guy." And he was, he was the man. We have another guy. For, we have another guy, Michael, who's who's not on this on this call. But oh, I know where you're you, going. You with end this. up you end up in conversations with celebrities, and you're trying to make conversation, and like their life is nothing like yours. Like they're six foot four, Jack millionaires. You're not. <laughs> just chatting about nonsense. My friend Michael was like trying to say something to Aaron Rodgers, and he just he just ran out of things to say. He was like, "Yo, I had you on my fantasy team." And I was like, <laughs> no, but we couldn't end the conversation any faster. No, but we we, we bust we bust Colin to this day. Like, what do you think he was gonna say to you? Like, oh man, thank you so much for drafting me on your fantasy yeah. team that's so amazing <laughs> thank you i was gonna go oh. over here and talk to someone important but now that i heard this i could be happier oh my god and you know what dude it sounds like that was tampa by the way mistakes and we we made a multitude of those man like yeah. and by the way uh there actually there's a picture that exists of danny with aaron hernandez so when we yeah, put this up, Danny. If it's okay with you, yeah, uh, that's fine. Totally, we'll put that picture of you he, he and Aaron Hernandez. He up. can't get me. They now. switched jerseys after yeah. the night. They switched yeah. t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, you know, but you know what? It's actually kind of interesting. I'm, I'm realizing as you guys are talking about it that it's what's one thing that's unique about the Super Bowl is that it seems like that's a, a gathering, especially when you're in those like accessed uh, situations where everyone's got their guard down a little bit. Everyone's a little. Yes. It's not like it's not like the usual thing where because it's already hard to get there, so it's kind of like maybe everyone's a little bit more relaxed in a public setting, especially these like mega celebrities that, that end up going oh, to, yeah. that, to that event. And that's yeah, I mean, kind of cool too, is that you guys are, you guys, you guys had that access all throughout your thirties doing that. I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome, man. Pete, you make a good point. That's why, awesome. that's why Mark pretended to be a kicker every year. For some, <laughs> uh, at any party, he, he was either like, who, who's the Baltimore kicker you always were? Uh, I think I was in Mason Crosby or Ralph Finerska. No. no, no. Oh, I, uh, I remember the guy you're talking about. He was kind of Jack. He's the one that 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 hold on. Man, he called a jackass like kicker. Uh, um, also, the Aaron Hernandez thing. Him and his crew couldn't get into an area that we had access to. So we had so much access. We yanked him up with us. So wow. he he liked us for that reason. But we're all drunk. Yeah. Huggers. Like pre-COVID, yeah. you hug. <laughs> And who's not excited to see Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, exactly. And and, and, and Tim Tebow's favorite target. Yeah, and then I spilled a drink on him. He said, "Let's get in the car and go for a ride." But I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) crazy! I mean, this guy was—we were so close to dying. 
Um, Strahan was always cool. But there, but there speaking so cool speaking Lawyer of Malloy that, Mike kicked my ass. I almost got who did? Lawyer Malloy once. Oh yeah, in the bathroom. Lawyer Malloy. Yeah. He, was, I don't know scary. if you guys. I mean, George knows Petey's yeah. the the cornerback yeah. uh, for the for Patriots. The Patriots. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, like, 17 years, though, like, is there repeats? Like, would you see Tyson, like, multiple times over the years? Or You know who, you know like, who we saw every Super Bowl? Joey who? Fatone. Joey Fat One. Whoever. Danny would say there's Joey Fatone every single time. Yeah. So, he so would sit near us. He would sit, like, yeah. within 100 feet of us. Like, no, but it was weird. I, I, I swear, whoever planned his, like, itinerary planned ours like he was at our hotel every year he like yeah. he was like we saw him at all the things like we, we, go, hey mark was, danny how you guys doing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean keep Shock in mind I, keep in mind he like saw. there's so many experiences where like i may have drank too much and, and it's around celebrities so like mm-hmm. you know i can't even remember some of the things that we that have i know i know we would see piven a lot um, yes. But going, going he back, seems like that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Piven was, that was when he was, that was peak Piven in those days, right? He was definitely yeah, harassing. Yeah. He was definitely harassing back then, for sure. I will say one thing. We went from, like, we were, we're always, like, super, super appreciative of everything. Like, because, like Mark said early on, it's like, wow, we're at the Super Bowl. But you get comfortable pretty fast. And I, I don't know what city <laughs> it was in, but we were at the Maxim party. We were like, at a VIP table, we had our own table. And then like we were early and like I grabbed the, a shaker and I had Patron in it. And they're like, you can't do that. That's Tom Cruise's table. And we were like, oh, we thought it was yeah. our table. Like <laughs> we went from the, the outhouse to the penthouse. It got really comfortable really fast. And, and literally I was like cleaning the inside of his ice shaker with a napkin <laughs> and putting it back on the on Tom Cruise's table. Is there any uh, city uh that sticks out i know i'm looking at the list and i see miami's on there three times is there any i know you guys said like detroit was kind of a unique situation was there any city that like really just popped out for you know whatever reason yeah i mean mark talked about that tyson experience that was one of the most intimate parties with celebrities that i've ever been to i mean and that's why detroit house detroit like detroit keeps coming back to me because of that reason like like they have no there's no really like 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 sophisticated places there or or mm-hmm. desirable places so like we went to an after party that was in a disgusting pool hall and i was like playing that was pool awesome. with jamie that was jamie awesome. lynn sigler and like yep. you know at one point at, at one point one point at this other party that where that where tyson was and we were at a table with strahan because you brought up strahan i remember and like there was no security stopping us from everything but you know i see these i see these two girls that we knew and I go, I see this guy that they're talking to. I'm like, I'm like, I go up to him. I'm like, do you know who this is? This is the guy who is an SLC punk. It was Matthew Lillard. And, and all, and all, and all Matthew Lillard and all Matthew Lillard does. He doesn't, he's got a drink in his, he's got a his straw in his mouth. He just puts out his, his fist and pounds me. Like he was super pumped That's that someone so recognized good. a movie other than Scooby-Doo or scary movie. <laughs> Danny, wasn't there a time where you guys uh, flew from a game to Vegas? Oh God. Amazing. What year was that? Incredible. Was that when you were in 17? I think that, that was in Arizona. That was Scottsdale. 2015, 2015. Wait, hold on. You sure? Yeah. 100%. New England, Seattle. Okay. New England, Seattle. Everybody. Yeah. That yeah. was the first year we didn't go to the game because basically to give you the quick version is the brokers were really short. And there were two options that you can either screw their clients and not get them tickets or, or take a loss and pay like $12,000 for tickets that they sold for five. And mm-hmm. some of them did that. So we, you know, we had, you know, well, Paul and Andrew kind of, you know, handled the ticket circulation and they're like, we can sell these for a lot of money. We'll book 
we'll book a private jet, fly us to Vegas, get a suite, watch the game there. And we're like, all right, we're all in. Wow. What hotel did you guys stay at? The win. The win. What's the Vegas like? What, what's, Paul what's broke the like? bank. Paul broke the bank, man. Yeah. That he was the start. Role. That was the start Incredible. of a big, big, Incredible. I would say it was a, the start of a big, like one and a half, two year run. What was, uh, what's Vegas like on Super Bowl weekend? You know, I don't know. We never left that hotel. <laughs> we ordered in a ton of food. We had the best time. It was incredible. It was that incredible. was also the dog pile because we yeah. Yeah. we had loaded up on the Patriots. And if you guys remember that Super Bowl, things were not going well at the, at the end of the Super Bowl. Seattle's mm-hmm. driving. It looks inevitable. And we had the farm on the Patriots. So oh, that's right. Javon Kurtz had a free catch. Malcolm Butler gets in front of Russell Wilson's pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we all, we're all wearing fedoras, mind you. We just have fedoras. Yeah, and we we dogpile on the couch because we're all oh. we're all in the money. Yeah, I paint a picture for you. We're in the nicest suite I've ever been in, and we have all our prop bets, which is about and then all they had to do gamble. all they had, for that moment. Yeah. That's why yeah, you yeah. gamble. That's the most all, ultimate all adrenaline the, rush. Wow. All they had to all they had to do is hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch, and it was over. Oh, so and, the, and, the, and they threw an interception. I remember, right? Yeah. 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 And one, <laughs> oh my! And God. It was it was it was the most improbable play call of all time. And like we were sitting there with like our 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 hand, our chins on our his, our fist, just Remoted. miserable. And the next thing you know, I was on that couch. I hear broken glass. I thought I was going to yep. suffocate from a pile on. I had yep, wine yep. all over. I had wine all over me. But that could have been from before. But uh, <laughs> I just remember just shit breaking and people going nuts. Once, but if you back stop. it up a little bit also, Javon Kirst made one of the best catches in Super Bowl history. It, like, bounced on his chest, his leg, and then grabbed it. And that's yeah. how they set themselves up for this. Like, it was epic. Yeah, yeah. It was epic. Yeah, but, was, what, yeah. but what's kind of cool is Malcolm Butler won that game for us. And then, like, two years later, three years later in San Fran, we all got took a picture with him going into the Fanatics party. You know, the guy had the most un- ironed wrinkled pants i've ever seen but we took a picture with him and then like he remember he signed our we had a bunch of yeah. malcolm butler signed uh play, you know from that interception that paul got us paul gave it for the yeah, yeah. For the, it's the, in my um, office in my office yeah. over yeah. my desk is a picture of malcolm butler making the play and it says to booker we all got the same thing and it says what a win w-y-n-n because we were in the win hotel yeah when we won that's magic man that's all magical do you guys mind me asking like what was it what what i mean what was the number is there is that allowed to be said yeah i don't Uh, remember at that point it was what was like thirty thousand dollars or something or something ridiculous like that i mean we're all we were all a little north of that but yeah was it i mean all in as a group all in as a group all in as a group it was definitely six digits Oh, is yeah. Are you talking about the syndicate? The syndicate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That is that is so special, man. That what an experience. That is, I mean, and and just to think, like, isn't it weird how there's all this kind of, um, you know, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like mystique around things like winning bets and stuff. You're at the win, like you said, the win, Mm -hmm. and you guys for the one year decide to take the private jet, sell the tickets, take the private jet, and look how that all works out. I so I love that. It's, it's absolutely yeah. awesome. Now and, we have the Pete, other side of the coin. Now now we're in Atlanta in 2019. We loaded up on the Rams. Things aren't going our way. But we, we're in we're in boxes and we're, it's big numbers. And, that's my background there. Yep. Yeah, and the boys are holding we're holding three and six. The Rams yeah. the the Patriots three, Rams six. And it was 13 uh, three, unfolding. right? Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. Rams are down two scores late in the game. You got to kick the field goal. 
then you try to get the onside kick, throw the Hail Mary, and try to get yourself back in the game. So we're watching this all unfold, and we're doing the math, and we're like, they're going to have to kick the field goal, and it's going to put us to six. It's going to put us to six. We're talking, we're talking again, you know, I, I'm not going to argue about how big the, the, the number was, but it was north of 60 grand and probably less well, than 100 grand. Well, let's put Whoa. it this way, Booker. It's a score change pool, and the score was 13-3, so there wasn't a lot of scoring. There wasn't changes. a lot of scoring, yeah. 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 It, was a, it was a nice win. But, the, so, but just just to reiterate, this these are big numbers, man. This is not like normal. Yeah, these are big numbers. This is special like, for us. We're no, talking about no private jets and that. like the win and this shit, but like this is like foreign to, to all of us. So yeah. Greg the Leg Zerline has the nickname <laughs> the Leg Legatron. Legatron. Legatron lines up for an indoor forty-eight yard field goal on turf to put us in the money. Notice the picture behind Danny. That's us. We're actually in the mezzanine level watching the television screen. Yeah. We, we left our level. seats. We were leaving the game because it was over. Yeah. And we all didn't he see any has possible to do, win. the best kicker in the NFL has to kick a 48-yard field goal indoors on turf to put us in the money. And he missed wide left. Yep. So for the Malcolm <laughs> Butler story, the win, the other There's, side is yeah, the Greg yeah. Zerline story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's 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 absolutely amazing. Now, I mean, as a group, you guys, as a collective, you guys are all big Giants fans, right? Not, uh, not Mark, Cowboys fan. fan. Mark, you're a Cowboys fan. Wow, I'm a Cowboys fan, man. Yeah. But uh, I mean, to, one thing Wings I on. really—it's <laughs> been it's been rough. <laughs> that's actually a good point as far as how uh, I don't know if you're going that direction as far as. The tailgate. tailgate. Yeah. Well, uh, there are two things I wanted to I wanted to ask about. Uh, George and I were talking about one. I always thought would be interesting because it is a group of uh, Cowboys fans. That must have been amazing when Eli Giant beat fans. the. I mean, Giants fans. Sorry, uh, beat the uh, Patriots twice. Patriots twice. Twice, and the one yeah. with the helmet catch, and that was in New York, right? Or am I no, 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 that, that was Phoenix. That was Phoenix, Scottsdale. That was in yeah, Glendale, Arizona. That was the first time we went to Glendale. Just name an that Arizona was... city. That's where it was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Name an Arizona city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, any city not matter. named Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, what's kind of cool about that is like you have these amazing betting ups and downs, but as a fan, that also is very rewarding to see, you, you know, the Giants win twice, two Super Bowls that in that span yeah. of time. Must it was... have been. The Cowboys yeah. probably there hasn't been one in seventeen years. Yeah. <laughs> they don't win playoff teams. I gotta tell you, it, it was They're pretty amazing days. to see. You know, and even especially like that was the peak of being like a sports fan. Like we're still, I'm like at this point, I like you know, it, it probably wouldn't have the same impact as it did back then for me at that age. But also, uh -huh. you know, the first year the Giants were were uh, four and a half to one odds, I think it was, or maybe it was yeah. six to one odds. You know, yeah. and we were putting. Spread. 12 point spread and we were putting money on the giants for the goof you know what i mean like we didn't think there was a chance yeah we're the no, largest but, upsets but i remember i remember i had no voice after that game and like we, you know uh, that we do we have a traditional steak dinner at the after every super bowl and some steak dinners are just oh so good and some are just miserable <laughs> yeah choking at that what is if we pick the winner the steak tastes a lot better if we yeah. pick the winner if That's we true. pick the loser somehow and the, and the, the steak is a little grizzly and, and the wine, is, and the wine is, is a lot more expensive at the at the wedding. And it should be it should be noted this is a crew that does enjoy their food and dining experiences. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. a few of them, you guys do it right oh, yeah. every so when, time. Yeah. When Plaxico sure. catches the touchdown against the Patriots, yeah, we, we jump up. My phone flies like six <laughs> aisles down. <and laughs> oh no! No one was really in the mood to help me find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is your guys' perspective of uh, Tom Brady? I mean, he's been part of like a lot of these games. Fifty percent, more than fifty yeah, percent of our Super more than fifty percent. And dude, wow. just, dude, the and Danny, greatest the... career, greatest career ever. Maybe not the best player, but the greatest career. His career, of, yeah. Of so, a football player. You know, ever. this year I was telling people like, you know, I'm rooting for Brady, and everyone's like, "Why?" I'm like, "What do you mean why?" The guy's doing just fucking everything right. Yeah. I mean, how could he? I mean, the guy just having fun. He's doing everything right. You don't hear even him getting right. hammered was right. That, he did yeah, that yeah. right. Oh, she yeah. hammered. He did that the right. Robot got humanized. He's and a robot. It, he like yeah, literally looks like an android, and yeah. and all of a sudden he gets off a boat, tipsy, and he's like, "Wow, he's a human being. This is awesome." Uh, I, I, don't, Lombardi, I don't know if it's because. Yeah, totally. I don't even know if it's because of uh, Tampa or what or his surroundings, but he seems like a happier yeah. person to observe in life. Yeah, in New England and with the Belichick and that in that whole vibe you know well yeah i have I, I have that whole i have that like false way of thinking like i've seen him in so many super bowls at this point that i feel like he knows who i am you know you know i was like <laughs> like 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 if you're like following somebody on instagram like you assume like if you ran into him like oh yeah we know each other like like i feel like i could say hi to tom brady even though like he would have no interest in doing that but i feel like i i, I have that relationship with him would you <laughs> tell him that you had him on your fantasy team I wouldn't do that no i would try to be a little bit more clever a little bit more clever i, re I remember um uh, Brady, Tom Brady is the same age as Dan, Danny and I. He's yeah. three, and I remember yep. watching his Seven. games in college, and like he was in a timeshare with I think Greasy or Yep, it was Greasy and Brady. Greasy Chad, Henny. Henny. Oh, okay. Chad Henney, yeah, and Chad oh, Henney okay. also. And I remember Danny. We were on spring break in San Diego, my senior year of college, and I remember sleeping on the floor uh, every night. And I remember one day I got up early because it was the draft. It was the the nineteen ninety nine draft. And it was Ricky Williams, Edron James. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember like Ricky Williams thought he was going to get drafted number one and he didn't. And Edron James got drafted ahead of him. He was like, what the fuck? But mm -hmm. the point is that uh, Anton Winfield uh, got drafted in the first round by the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, in the seventh round, Brady gets drafted. So um, the point I'm making is that I, mm -hmm. I, I think I told the story a little earlier this year. I'm like, Anton Winfield on the Buccaneers. I'm like, what the fuck? There's no way Anton Winfield's still playing in the NFL. No. I looked it up. So Brady's playing on a team with a guy he got drafted with son. Yeah, yeah. That's it. amazing. He that got drafted with a guy who's fucking now he's playing with the guy's kid. That wow. can't happen. All, that doesn't happen often in the NFL. No. I mean, that is no. just that if no. you baseball, yes. That. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You're playing yeah. with a guy's kid. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, look what he does to his body, man. He certainly spends yeah. over a million dollars a year on his body. He eats. He doesn't go at it very often. I get it. I mean, it's tough to do. But, but I mean, one thing gotta, I want to mention, a, you it's a write-off, Mark. It's a write-off, yeah. though. <laughs> well, that might, it seems yeah. like it. If you think about his career, there's two rules that are basically revolve around him. You can't hit a, a quarterback low because they tore his ACL yeah. 14 years ago. Tuck and rule. The, the tuck rule it, yeah. is, is the Tom, right. Tom Brady rule. Yeah. So, so guys, just to go to the Giants, and because I, I, I do want to get to it, I think it's important. Um, what I remember many years ago, and I can't remember what year it was, but I was uh, lucky enough to go to one of your first tailgate for uh, cause parties, and it was something else. I mean, you guys had a bus out there with any full bar barbecue from a high end place, and a lot of people and a lot of cool memorabilia being sold and raised. Paxico was at one of those tailgates. Paxico yes, was. he was. Well, yeah, yeah. I've heard, heard this right. right. And I mean, and Danny, I you know was... who else was there? Dave Rubel. Dave Rubel was there. Yeah, nice. I see him all the time. He's a great guy. Oh, dude, love that guy. I remember. Um, I remember being incredibly impressed. I mean, because you know, you guys, you guys 
have had recognized the privilege of doing all this and then and then to turn around and and do this great thing to give back i i find really admirable and so i really want to highlight it because i you know you 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 clearly take nothing for granted and and i love that about you guys it's a big part of this whole story and so how did that how did it come to be that's because you yeah. for a long time just if i have it right you 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 would have like the cowboys giants game yeah so at, when so it was home so 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 bookers are 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 organization's president so i'm going to kind of let him get into the inner workings of it but i'll just give you the quick beginnings and you mentioned how we're all giant fans and mark's a cowboy fan well so is and paul is, is, and well so is mark's brother paul yeah. so so early on i think it was like maybe like 98 maybe 99 it had, no, it had to have been like 2000 because i was out of college we decided that whenever the cowboys came to the giants that we were going to have like a good tailgate and it started with just a keg a table to play poker on and it was like a Monday night game. Mm -hmm. And from there, it just got bigger and bigger every, every, every year. Like it was never intended to be anything but just, hey, the Cowboys are coming to town. Let's have a fucking cool tailgate. And then it got to the point where as we got older and we got more connections and our friends were in hospitality, we grew it to the point where like, let's make it a badass, kick-ass tailgate. And then it got to the point where like, wow, this thing is fucking cool. Let's start inviting clients to it. So we started to invite our clients and made it more of a professional, I mean, most unprofessional professional event that we can have. <laughs> and then it got so big. We're like, guys, we're not even charging for this. Let's charge for it and give money to charity. And, yeah, that, you know, and that probably happened about 2006, 2007, something yeah. along the lines. And, and I'll let, I'll let Mark or Booker take it from here, but basically it just gets bigger and bigger every year. And we raise more money every year. And I'll let these guys kind of jump in from there. Books, you mind if I jump in real quick? Because you're the oh, president and we're gonna let you. Yeah, so so like it seems like a, what Danny said was fully accurate. And 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 it is the th one of the things in life that I'm most proud of and hope we all could pass down to our kids as a legacy. We don't make money off it. We derive such pleasure out of it, and we've done so much for for kids and, and different diseases. Um, but the origin of, of the whole thing with the charity was Booker's uncle was very sick and we just sort of discussed raising money. And, and we did at that point, we were just so unsophisticated in our methods that we raised a little bit of money. Then we turned it into something a little more. Booker really took the bull by the horns and, and, and did the, the paperwork for the 501c3. And, and it's probably a thing, one of the things I'm most proud of in my life, no doubt about it. I mean, I'll, I'll just jump in to stay. I mean, I've seen like, I've seen some highlight photos. I've been to one of them. I mean, you guys are not, you guys aren't talking about small money. You guys have really, really done some impressive numbers and, and done some really incredible charitable work through this thing. So my, my hat's off to you and Booker, please expand because uh, I think it's fascinating. And how can I, and also I eventually want to, you know, get our listeners involved too, man, make it even yeah. bigger. Because it's I'll one talk of about all that. And Booker, First of all, before... appreciate it, can I just say one thing? I remember one year in particular, there was a young girl who it was it was like really touching. Uh, I think she might have passed away from oh. some sort of Riley Sandler. Yeah, dude, Riley. Sandler, man. yeah. I remember it just being so powerful. And I remember just like being so like proud that you guys were doing something cool for, you know, it. it, it yeah, I'll let you guys tell the story, but I just want to. That was the Odell story. catch. That day was the Odell catch. That oh, yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. The day of the Odell catch. It's yeah. amazing how sports lets you know where you are. And but first of all, I appreciate the kind words about the the charity and the tailgate. Um, and if you've been listening, you'll see how like the crew is the Super Bowl crew, 
and that morphed into the tailgate charity crew and it's the same people and we're really really connected like really really connected like we have mm. like an eight dude bromance so the neighbor organization is a section 16h group we're, we're a charity and we named it after section 16h in giant stadium parking lot because that's, that's where right. it started with like a card table and a football and mark trying to impress the girls that were next to us running really fast <laughs> like post routes and then fast forward you know 20 years later and we're you know we're a charity um and as mark said like we don't take any salaries all the money we take we give to to different causes a lot of health related causes and and it is just a kick-ass party in a parking lot but everything from bathroom attendants to open bars to gourmet food to buses to gaming trucks to security and on and on and and that's a lot to do with people that aren't on this call that are our friends that are in the hospitality yeah. industry and and really just our coming together and um yeah. and trying yeah, every, to every, everybody play, everybody plays their part like everybody has their strengths um granted you know we are lucky to be in bed with one of the greatest party throwers of all time, which is Tau Group. Um, yeah. But really, really, it's not, you know, it's Tau Group's resource. It's, it's Paul and Andrew allowing us to use them. Um, but we really, every guy has a special talent that they bring to this party that if we didn't have that guy, it wouldn't be as special as it is. Yeah. And, yeah go ahead. Go ahead, Booger. No, and like we tell stories and like we have access and we bet money that we probably can't afford to bet. And, and like, <laughs> But in a reality, we're all very appreciative, humble guys. And like we've have some modicum of success and always just want to give back. And when we're at a Maxim party or when we're sitting somewhere at the Super Bowl and a jet flies over, like we're all very, very appreciative guys. Like I just I hope that comes through. Like we tell stories about wagers and all this stuff and like, oh, poor us, the guy missed the field goal. Who really gives a crap? But like we're like it's our friendship that that drives everything and drives us right into the charity work that we do. Well, I mean, yeah. it's just you know from what Mark said in the very beginning, how you guys are watching it and and to and to achieve it, and then for it for for you guys to have this thing make everything come full circle, it's it's very impressive and and really worthy. I think I think it's worthy of people getting to know you guys and, and to know what you do because it sets a good example for people how they should be anyway. Which I which I which I really find admirable about you guys. Pete and Pete Pete, just to emphasize, like, and I know it was said earlier, you know, all the things that we get to do Super Bowl weekend and, and other weekends in general, we're very fortunate because it doesn't come out of our pocket the way it would for most people. We just mm -hmm. happen to be connected with to the right guys. So yeah, I'm not saying we do tailgate for a call with cause because we're trying to compensate for that, but it definitely it definitely helps us feel like we are blessed. How can we help? I mean, it's, it's also, I mean, it's, it's, it's as simple as you guys recognizing and doing the right thing. And that's amazing. I, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's doing the right thing, but it's, it's beyond that. It's, 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 you know, recognizing this, this incredible thing that you've built up and now giving back. And I, and I mean, I, enough can't be said about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, two things. I was gonna. You guys are probably gonna say no, but uh, is there any chance that the March Madness tailgate for a cause happens? Because when you guys started doing that, that was really awesome. That was, a, was that's just like, so fucking. Yeah, fun, George. George makes good. You know, we. You know, from the football tailgate, we've tried to come up with other ways to, you know, grow the tailgate brand or ultimately grow the Section 16H group brand. We thought this was a great. Uh, tie into a sports related way to make money and, and raise money for charity, but also throw a fun party. And I would say March Madness is more about the party than the 
the charity, although it's both. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not as easy as it is, you know, logistically. Well, I wouldn't say logistically, but it's not as easy as it is to 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 get the attention for that, or at least, you know, the co- the cost is a little bit more expensive. But and so it gave us another event to do. Uh, I would have to say this year is probably uh, not. Uh, you know, not on the table, but uh, you know, one day it's going to come back just like the football tailgate will come back. Yeah. That was great. COVID put a pause on everything. Unfortunately, uh, you know, fans not being at the games makes it difficult to have a tailgate. I have no doubt you guys, uh, when you put your minds together, you're going to continue to grow and continue to do great things. And I I mean, I have to say, this has been an awesome conversation. Um, George, any last thoughts, bud? No, I just want to say that, you know, uh, it, you know, while uh, you guys definitely allow people to peek into the keyholes of uh, some of these parties and events that most people would never dream of, maybe they got to do it once in their life, but I've been around uh, a lot of the positive energy and a lot of the great work that you do, especially that one event I remember sticks out with uh, Riley and, uh, you know, you guys mentioned uh, Paul and Andrew and, you know, these guys, you know, a lot of people in their position could take their, uh, you know, I guess lack of a better word, like power or authority. And those guys are just like the nicest, most kindest, generous people you could That's ever want to meet, man. Like whether it's at uh, the, the sweet 16 or, <clears throat> I mean, I've been at, uh, they, they live to they live to serve. That's, that's yeah, their, that's and, their strength. And they live to hospitality is their life. And they're yeah. most relaxed when they're, when they're help when they're serving other people. Danny, also, remember that one year when we took that, we, we uh, chose wrong and took that picture with Justin Blackman. But uh, I just yeah. remember like Paul walking by and like, Hey guys, look, it's Ryan Tannehill. It's Trent Richardson. It's, yeah. 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 That's Danny right. You fucking, guys, you guys yeah. went to the, uh, dra- they, yeah. these guys went to a great draft party. It was, that was uh, fun, man. And, 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 you no, know, but, but what about, what about uh, uh, Sanders was there? Barry Sanders. Was Barry there. Sanders was yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, the it was like, <laughs> yeah, Tannehill. Like, I mean, remember uh, who's the guy from uh, Kansas City that I think he just retired out of yeah, whatever. That's we're going off on a tangent, but is the bag uh, kick? Yeah, is the bag kicked yet? Have we smoked it all yet, or no? Yeah, the bag is <laughs> I think we're kicked. just about there, guys. Guys, yeah. just do me a favor. Open the door really slow. We got some <laughs> citrus. We're gonna spray it. Don't let the RA see it. But, uh, yeah. Guys, I think we should do this again. Uh, we'll, I love we'll, it. You know, we'll, we'll we'll have some more stories. We appreciate your time and uh, thank you. And uh, the the recording will be out soon. We got a couple more to do, and then uh, we'll we'll push it out. So thank you. We so appreciate much. you guys thank letting you. us thank tell you. our stories. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's awesome. a nice trip down memory lane. Some good memories, no doubt, yeah. man. Yep. Yep.